Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit from a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Jonathan Gillespie has supported independent tech news directly for five years. Be like Jonathan. Become a DTNS member at patreon.com slash DTNS. This is the Daily Tech News for Monday, January 14th, 2019 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. And uh, from a damp area of L.A., I'm Roger Chang, the show's producer. Uh, It's just the three of us today taking you through the tech news. Uh, We're going to talk about what I know is one of your favorite topics. You know who I'm talking about out there. We're talking about headphones and headphone jacks and the lack thereof a little later in the show. Also, YouTube is going to let you swipe to go to the next video in its iOS app. How exciting is that? Well, let's hear about a few other tech things you should know in our quick hits. All right, everybody, mark down the date because January 14th, 2020, one year from the date of this recording, Microsoft will no longer support Windows 7. Unless you're a big company that pays for the privilege, of Mm. course. Windows 7 arrived in 2009. Microsoft extended its end date from 2015 to 2020 seven years ago. Makes me want to do one of those uh, memes. Windows 7, 2009. Windows 7, 2019. It's just the same (laughs) screenshot. Uh, Google's Project Fi mobile service now supports RCS chat. RCS adds things like read receipts, typing indicators, high-resolution media uploads to the standard used by carriers. RCS can also message over data and Wi-Fi. has some improved chat options. If you're like, wait a minute, uh, doesn't that already exist? Yes, the features have been available in messaging apps, uh, particularly if you're an iPhone user. You see all these features in iMessage. But that is over Apple's network in that case, or it might be over Google's network in another case. RCS is over the carrier's network, just like SMS. Google Fi also is upgrading its roaming to LTE speeds in 33 countries. So there's another cool thing. Apple announced that HomePod will be available in mainland China and Hong Kong starting this Friday, January 18th. It'll be available in white and space gray, like other countries. Apple also played up integration with Apple Music's new Artist of the Week feature in China, as well as curated playlists like Mandopop and Cantopop being available via HomePod in China. HomePod is already available in the US, the UK, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Mexico, and Spain. So it's just the ninth. Got to get them Chinese unit sales up, 
right? One way or another. Mm. <laughs> this, is, this is how they win. Phone maker Oppo is sending out media invites for an event January 16th in China with the tagline, 10 times the view, see you soon. Uh, that seems to be related to the leaks we've been seeing that Oppo plans to introduce a phone with 10 times optical zoom, which would be a first for phones. Oppo, however, previously did show off five times optical zoom and never released it. So we may see 10 times optical zoom. It'll be interesting to see if it actually makes it into a phone for sale. The U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency put out a call last week for proposals to use insect brains to control robots. Yes, yes, you heard me right. The research could create more efficient models for artificial intelligence, as well as reveal the meaning of consciousness and subjective experience. DARPA will award $1 million to the company. That and feasibility map insect brains and create a proof of concept platform for more capable AI hardware. Hmm. From the people who brought you the internet. Will someone think of the insects? (laughs) Yeah, poor insects. Uh, Finally, Huawei sales executive Weixing Wang, uh, arrested in Poland on espionage charges Friday, was fired by Huawei Saturday. Huawei said his actions have no relation to the company and he was fired for bringing the company into disrepute. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about what Facebook's doing to make you remember and use its stories function. Man, if the email notifications weren't enough, Facebook said it plans to start testing a way to, quote, share the events you're interested in and coordinate to meet up with friends IRL, end quote, using its stories feature in the U.S., Brazil and Mexico. This is both on iOS and Android versions of the mobile app. The stories will show up with event details. Uh, If friends see your story, they can mark themselves as interested or even going to the event that you've posted within the story itself. A link to the event page is built in. And then if a bunch of people want to go, a group chat in Messenger with friends who respond is included as well. And this is it's interesting because uh, Facebook Facebook stories, some people use it. I see Facebook stories from friends. Do you? It is nowhere near the amount that people use the the stories feature in Instagram, which basically works the exact same way. And of course, Facebook owns Instagram. But I, I see this as Facebook trying to figure out a better way that people can use this feature that makes sense. Yeah, I get why. It's one of those things. And I say this a lot when we're talking about Facebook features over the years. I get why Facebook wants you to do this because it'll make you use stories more. And Facebook is used, as Nick Stat uh, from The Verge points out, it's used quite often to organize things. But it means that people have to be looking at stories. And I was going to say, I don't know anybody who uses stories, but I also don't look at them. So uh, I'll take your word for it that there are some people out there using them. Are there enough? And and can, can the few people that use them cause the others to start using them because they say, hey, we're organizing an event? Or does it end up with like, well, I never saw your event because you put it in stories. Why didn't you just put it in the group or on your news feed? Well, and the event feature on Facebook is weird anyway. I mean, how many notifications have you gotten recently where it's like, so-and-so who's your friend on Facebook is interested in an event near you on Saturday? And you're like, what? You know, I wasn't even in there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm... It sounds like Facebook trying to push the stories feature in a way that probably is going to be pretty helpful to a small amount of people, maybe not the the, the greater Facebook population. Samsung says it will launch a new line of its M-series phones in India January 28th and roll them out globally afterwards. The M-series is its 
like mid-range, uh, cheap mid-range. It's not the cheapest line. They're actually phasing out their cheapest line. Three models will come out ranging from 10,000 rupees, which is around $141 US, to 20,000 rupees, so $282 US. So these are affordable phones. Samsung's partnering with Amazon on sales in India. And uh, this is their effort to try to outcompete Xiaomi, which leads manufacturing or sales in India. And Samsung is number two, trying to fend off advancements from Vivo and Micromax and Oppo, uh, among others. I, I was all into this story. I'm like, yes, this is exactly what Samsung needs to do. They have a position that Apple doesn't in India. One of Apple's biggest problems is not having any sales in India. They're starting from not scratch, but starting from a very low number, where Samsung's trying to preserve it. So coming out in India first with a good line of new M-series phones is great. But then partnering with Amazon, I mean, I guess Amazon has got a better presence than it did a couple of years ago, but that seems limiting to me. Well, for anybody who's like, what does that mean, partnering with Amazon? Are we going to see an Amazon button anytime you're supposed to, you know, pay for something with this phone? Well, I'm I'm assuming it means that if you want the phone uh, and you click, it'll take you to Amazon to buy it. Amazon will probably promote uh, it. I see. When you're searching I see. for phones and things like that, so it's not in app purchases. Is it purchases. not going to be in Flipkart though? Is it not going to be available in the other big marketplaces in India? That would be a mistake. Well, I have to say, uh, uh, considering the fact that we just recently reported on Apple uh, iPhone sales being a little lackluster in India, as far as Apple is concerned, these prices are pretty good. And yeah, like you mentioned, Tom, this is not even Samsung's most, you know, lowest end feature phone. It's 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 uh, much more affordable, of course, but uh, yeah, the the Amazon on sales thing is. Interesting. Samsung's got to do this, though. Uh, it's the only uh, the Amazon part is the only thing that's interesting. But maybe maybe it's not exclusive. It would be silly if it was exclusive. Um, sure. But if they want the boost in sales, if I feel like they'd go with something else. But hey, uh, they're number two, right? They just need to maintain number two. Don't don't let it fall anymore. We're number two. <laughs> The Google News Initiative has partnered with Automatic, the makers of WordPress, to create a, quote, fast, secure, low-cost publishing system tailor-made to the needs of small newsrooms. Oh, as somebody who used to work in a small newsroom, this is music to my ears. It's called Newspack, and the news publishing platform could include website design, a CMS, that's content management system, and commerce options as well, with support for existing WordPress plugins, with operating fees between 1000 per month and 2000 per month after launch. So again, these are smaller newsrooms, whether they be physical or, or online. Funders include Google, the Lenfest Institute for Journalism, the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, and Civil Media, along with Google. Early signups for Newspack are open now, and a beta version is expected by July. So yeah, Google's given more than half of the money, and those other institutions are giving the rest. Automatic is building it. And I, I can already hear some of the objections of like 1000 to $2,000 per month for a blog, well, this is not WordPress. This is a content management system. And I have a lot of questions too about what you're getting for one to $2,000. Sure. But the promise that they're making when I, in the stuff that I have read about this is you can focus on writing your news, covering your news, and this news pack will take care of all of the back end stuff so you don't have to. This is this is chump change for something like the New York Times or the Washington Post, right? They need much more advanced stuff and they pay more for it. Well, um, and, the, and the Washington Post and the New York Times are not the focus of this. This exactly. is this is this is the idea that uh, uh, uh 
smaller market uh, newsrooms that maybe focus on the LA area where we're all talking about rain, but it doesn't apply to <laughs> well, the rest LA of the world. Too big of a market, are dying. Uh, you know, yeah. Sacramento maybe something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- these are these are smaller markets, right? And and they need they need to be able to focus on what they're good at. Uh, I I think this is a great thing. A lot of the stories I read about this pitched it as saving journalism. This is not going to save journalism. One of the big problems with journalism right now is that everybody is suddenly competing with everyone. And I I know I've mentioned this before, so any of you who've heard me go on about this, please, uh, my apologies. But we went from every market, like Sacramento, Los Angeles, Chicago, St. Louis, Cincinnati, they all had their own set of competitors, right? And even those competitors weren't always competing directly. The newspaper didn't have video. The television stations didn't have print. You know, so so there were niches even within these markets. Then suddenly the internet comes along and says, A, now the newspaper has video, the TV has print, everybody in the market is now competing with each other on every platform, and there are no more regions. Everybody can read everything. So... Your local coverage may distinguish you, but on on national news, you're competing with USA Today and the New York Times and the BBC and RT and China Daily. And, and so it's going to take even longer for us to figure out how to make that all work. In the meantime, local news is, is the one taking a beating here. And I think this kind of situation that, that Google is, is funding uh, can help with that, with the, with those lower markets, the smaller markets like we're talking about. It also makes me wonder, because, again, I am not <laughs> world's WordPress expert by any means, but I know that it just takes one person to understand the platform to be able to accomplish what 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 this seems to be doing here with Newspack. So, okay, I guess we don't have enough folks that are well-versed in CMS systems working uh, for local news stations. Correct. Well, correct, right? Uh, it, you don't want to have to pay somebody uh, in, in some markets. You, you don't have the money to pay somebody, uh, to pay a lot That's of people true. to do that, to, to build the pieces, to do the design, to constantly be adding features, especially even in WordPress where it's plugins. It takes some doing to find the right plugins and make sure they work right and all of that. So, you know, if this is, this is going to help Take that off your plate for one to two thousand dollars a month. That might be worth it. I, I'm interested if there's anybody out there, either in web design at, in a media organization or or an editorial, uh, who's looked at this and said, "Yes, this is why I want it." Email us feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. A team at the University of California, San Diego, has bioprinted a section of spinal cord that can be custom fit into a patient. The procedure started by printing implants made of soft gel and then using a printer to fill them with neural stem cells. And the reason you print the stem cells in there is you want to arrange them in a way that you get the right mix of tissues growing. The implants were then placed in a rat's spinal cord and formed new connections to bridge a gap in the spinal cord and connect to the circulatory system. Precision 3D printing at one micron scale, usually Bioprinting is like 200 microns, so this is an advance in and of itself, was used to make sure that the implant fit accurately into the wound and partial movement was restored to the rat's hind quarters. Research was published in the journal Nature Medicine. You know, it's interesting. When Tom and Roger and I were at CES last week, uh, we ran into a former colleague of ours who is in the 3D printing business. And he said, you know, it's funny, 3D printing is kind of moving away from CES. It's just not that cool area that people thought was going to change their lives. But when you hear a story like this, you realize 
how important and amazing this actually is. Well, and that fits with what he was telling us because, you know, it's not a 3D printer on every desk, right? This is a 3D printer in the lab. And that is where it has gone. It has become an enterprise thing. It has become something Mm -hmm. that is important in certain businesses and in research. Uh, And this is an example of that. And man, if you can make this work for humans, which is, I'm not saying they can't, right? I mean, rats are close, but they aren't humans. If you can make this work with a more, you know, complex system like a human being, suddenly you're printing people new spinal cords and they could walk again (laughs) that's that's crazy i mean that's no 3d like there's there's nothing that could be better (laughs) for a 3d printing machine than to be able to restore capabilities like that i mean the promise even if it was just in rats the promise of me being able to print a new part for my dishwasher kind of pales in comparison Exactly. Well, I think that that's where, you know, there, there was this sort of flurry of like, ah, 3D printing, we're going to be able to just, you know, we're going to be doing all our own things. We'll never have to have somebody come by and fix our dishwasher again. Okay. Well, that's not really something that people need all that often. But when it comes to the medical fields, Mm -hmm. it is, uh, the, I mean, the, 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 the potential here is, so life changing mm-hmm. for people that I I I hope it works. Now we go from one life changing story to another. <laughs> we sure do, Tom. A stock photo of an egg has dethroned <laughs> Kylie Jenner's birth announcement as the most liked Instagram post ever in the history of Instagram. The New York Times pointed out, and I thought this was kind of interesting, that the eggs likes have now passed the population of Australia. Mm. That's a whole continent, which was over 30 million as of Monday morning when I last checked it. The account called world underscore record underscore egg was posted January 4th with the caption, let's set a world record together to get the most liked post on Instagram. Buzzfeed, who claims to have interviewed the poster, says that the person was engaging in dry January. Justin Robert Young, are you listening? <laughs> the egg is referred to as Eugene, if you're curious. Now, if we on our pre-show, we couldn't help, uh, and I don't know if it's on Good Day Internet, I think it was before that, we couldn't help but speculate, like, why did this take off? And my my feeling is that there is no why. This is absolute no. random. Uh, mm-hmm. How there have been plenty of other Instagram posts from people saying, "I want this to be the most liked post ever," and they didn't take off. This one did. Who knows why? It was a series of events uh, that just happened to keep that beach ball in the air long enough for Jimmy Fallon and Ellen DeGeneres to then decide to talk about it on their shows. And once you get celebrities involved like that, then it becomes, then, you know, that's its, its uh, Permian explosion, right? That's, that's when it suddenly just starts to self-propagate and, and takes off and keeps going. And people think, oh, well, this is silly. I'll join in and do it too. How it got to that point, though, no, no way of knowing, you know, this, this person was just bored on a Friday because they can't, they're not drinking in January and said, ah, I'm going to do this for kicks. <laughs> How, how many hundreds of thousands of other stories exactly like that exist in the history of Instagram is unknown. Probably very many. We focus Probably. on the fact that this one happened and we think if we kind of ascribe some intentionality to it. But the fact is, this is the one in a million, like probably literally a million times that it was tried. And this one just happened to catch where most of them don't. It's a photo of an egg. It's, it's a purposely stock photo not of an interesting. Egg. It's not even right? a 
original photo of an egg. Right. The, the, the that's why this, this is why and we were talking about this with Rich Truffolino this morning. It's like, why do certain memes take off? Right. Mm, you just don't know. The, the, the pointlessness of it is why it's so compelling. And the fact that I mean, 30 million plus people liked this photo. I mean, sure, it got, you know, it, it went around the, it, it got passed around. Mm-hmm. So, so there was some, there was some momentum there. But I mean, it's just silly internet at its best. Did you like it? I did not. I have not. I have not. So we are. I, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll report on these sorts of stories, but I'm not going to engage, Tom. Hey, folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, you can hear Sarah Lane report on these stories along with Rich Straffolino and myself. Each day, five minutes keeps you up to date at dailytechheadlines.com. All right. Android Authority has a, a great article up today going into USB-C. It's, it's kind of roughly based on, on the idea that there weren't a lot of USB-C-based headphones at CES. Lily Katz wrote the story for Android Authority about whether USB-C audio, as in USB-C headphones, might be dying. And could we see the return of the headphone jack? Now, I grant you, that is a fantasy that many of you are going to want to buy into just because you want the headphone jack to continue to be available on your favorite device that got rid of it. Uh, it's hard to say whether that's going to happen or not, but I thought we could discuss today how much this really bothers us and where we think it's going. Uh, let's start with why do companies even want to ditch the headphone jack? It's dead simple. It always works. It's cross-compatible. It's proven technology. It's been around for years. The old uh, tip ring TRRS mini 3.5 millimeter jack is beloved. Well, it reduces the components needed inside the device. That reduces your cost, gives you more room for battery or to spend the money on something else. It slims down, possibly, if you don't use it for battery. It just makes those devices easier to manufacture and look nice. And Bluetooth LE means that wireless audio is a realistic alternative, especially as the prices for Bluetooth headphones have come down. And so before, if you didn't have a headphone jack, you basically had to give people headphones uh, that had, had the connector on them to be listened. Now people can buy Bluetooth headphones and enjoy them and sometimes prefer them. So there are a couple of key advantages there. So why USB-C? Well, the port's already there for charging uh, and can handle audio as the D- the DAC and the amp move out into the headphones or adapter. That's one of the things that saves you space. So you've already got this port. You can just reuse it. You don't have to add anything more to it. And it lets the manufacturer include headphones without having to include more expensive Bluetooth headphones. You can still include some earbuds. They're just USB-C. And digital audio, arguably, and this is arguably, you can argue against this too, but some people are like, oh, this is going to be better sound. You're going to get better sound out of this. Some people will not agree with that. Here's why everybody's mad, though. USB-C headphones are more expensive, usually, because they have that DAC and amp in them. Uh, Although USB can support analog audio, however, with power concerns involved, analog audio might not sound as good as analog audio from a headphone jack. Anyway, the fact that you can support analog audio or not support analog audio does mean you've got cable confusion. And boy, is there lots of USB-C cable confusion without even involving headphones. Active or passive USB-C cables do different things. For instance, you get your USB-C headphones from a OnePlus phone. They don't work on the Pixel 3 XL. 
And people say, well, this is not a replacement for the headphone jack where every one of my headphones worked in every headphone jack out there. Plus the well, sound quality of USB-C. That's an argument. Yeah. Sound quality just doesn't measure up to Bluetooth or analog uh, generally for USB-C. So there we go, Sarah. There are the <laughs> arguments. What do you think? Well, it's funny. I uh, um, When USB-C entered my life and everyone said, oh, I can't believe they got rid of the headphone jack. This is crazy. I was like, I don't know. Apple gave me a little converter. Works fine. As long as you don't lose it. Doesn't really change my life all that much. I did not feel the outrage that many people felt. However, I've, I have a really good friend. Uh, she she works in, in our business. She does a lot of phone call stuff. And her thing is like, I cannot charge my phone and also use my headphone jack at the same time. Now, of course, you'd say, maybe you have some Bluetooth options, right. wireless options. Don't worry about it. She's like, I've tried them all. They suck. There's so many third-party Bluetooth headphone options that just are not up to snuff. You know, they, I don't know. They break or they're janky or whatever. So I, I understand that argument as well. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the industry sort of goes in the direction it's going. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. ...to go in. Something like this, if it doesn't catch on to the point that there are now articles being written about, you know, we didn't see a lot of USB-C stuff at CES, which tends to indicate trends, right, in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Okay, does that mean that people are, I don't know, reeling against the technology? I don't know. I, 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 I'd love to see a headphone jack just because I have so many headphones that do need a converter. But again, the converters work perfectly fine. There may be, there may be a, 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 an audio hit. I'm not hearing that. Again, most of the time, I'm not 
listening to rich, beautiful audio in that way. I'd, I'd prefer to use my speakers at home. So I might not be exactly the right person to ask for this, but I don't know, Tom, I mean, is this something that is changing your life one way or another? Yeah. For me, it was, uh, when decent Bluetooth headphones and in particular the AirPods, although they're, you don't have to get the ones from Apple. Now, the fact the verge has a review of some TCL $15 Bluetooth earphones that they say have sound fantastic. Uh, so you can get some pretty good Price. Bluetooth headphones for cheap. And, and I would say to your friend, I bet the Bluetooth headphones that you could try today are already better than the ones you tried the last time you tried them. Like it's advancing Probably, that fast. Yeah. We saw yeah, a lot I of Bluetooth think- headphones at CES, even though we didn't see a lot of USB-C. So I think the switch to Bluetooth has made it so I would rather use wireless headphones when I answer a phone, than plug something in. It's just faster and easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I don't get the headphone you know, t- tangled or anything. So I prefer that. And now I don't miss the headphone jack most of the time, except when I'm doing this, when I'm doing podcasting and I want to pull sound out of something. I'm like, ah, there's no headphone jack. That compatibility becomes a problem. But for most of my daily life, it's not a problem anymore because of Bluetooth. And I think that's probably where this is going, where Bluetooth headphones will become more common for people on the devices that don't have the jack and USB-C will be the janky included headphones that you have to use until you get Bluetooth headphones. Or if you're in between your Bluetooth headphones, uh, because it was free and it came there, but I don't think that will become a category that people seek. I think at this point, um, what would the messaging be for a company that keeps USB-C? Right. Uh, you know, nobody likes it, but we still have it. You know, they're not going to well, say that. I mean, you you've to, got a you USB-C to... port anyway, right? Or a lightning yeah. port in Apple's case. Why would you yeah. stop supporting it? Like that would be even more ridiculous. So you just leave it there, I think. Well, thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit. Sometimes we talk about USB-C stories. Sometimes we talk about other things. You can submit your own stories that we should talk about on on either of our shows, either Daily Tech News Show or at Daily Tech Headlines. And you can vote on others at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash Daily Tech News Show. All right, let's move on to the thing of the day. We missed Chris Christensen, the amateur traveler, but he's back with news about airlines testing blockchain tech Hmm. and ticketing. This is Chris Christensen from Amateur Traveler with another Tech in Travel Minute. I'm a little bit of a blockchain skeptic, but apparently United Airlines isn't. They've just done an experiment with blockchain with a company called ARC testing the use of blockchain to potentially provide a, quote, a secure, distributed, and immutable transaction record that will improve their business process over that exist today. Their claim is that this should simplify the booking process for corporate travelers and improve receipt collection for expense reports. Hmm. One of the reasons I'm skeptical as somebody who's been known to fly over 100,000 miles a year is I'm not sure that that's a problem, but we shall see. I'm Chris Christensen from Amateur Traveler. I, I, I'm i going to guess that it's more about saving United some dollars on the back end uh, than it is about helping you out, Chris. Uh, that if, if they do end up implementing this, that might be why. All right, let's check out the mailbag. 
We got an email from Mike in what he calls dusty Saudi Arabia. Mike says, let me just express my disappointment in Google's announcement that it's ending production of Chromecast audio. I love being able to add Chromecast capabilities to my existing speakers and reconfigure them as I want, as I, as I want. I move a lot and I end up in a range of weird home designs and having my own speakers rather than a crappy Google home mini speaker an expensive full size Google home. I hope they change their mind or add an aux jack to the mini. Yeah, again, I think this is one of those the where Chromecast Audio was kind of a middle step and the vision yeah. is more people are just going to buy connected speakers uh or or buy something like a Sonos that will turn their existing speakers into connected speakers and Google realized it's just not selling enough of those Chromecast Audios to keep them around. And and Mike Mike acknowledged this but in case you're confused out there, uh, Google is not stopping support. So if you own a Chromecast Audio, you'll still get to use it they're just not selling new ones anymore they're not making yeah, new ones anymore exactly yeah well uh thank you folks uh for supporting us for five years or more and uh as a way of saying thank you uh we're doing a, a few things at the higher tiers we're going to do all kinds of cool stuff so don't worry about that but people who stay with patreon at our top tiers for three months starting january 2nd will get merch with lens five-year anniversary art on it advisors get a poster master level folks get a mug uh and if you're at the analyst or advisor level uh we're going to send you some stickers as well although that's kind of we're kind of doing that separately outside of the the merch thing i'll explain that uh in good day internet if you want to know more about that but again if you uh upgrade to those levels uh you could get a mug at the master level or a poster uh at the at the advisor level and co-executive producer and analysts are the ones who will also get a sticker it's all available for you to read about at patreon.com slash dtns slash merch if you have feedback for us our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com keep them coming we'd love to hear what you what you have in your mind we're also live monday through friday if you can join us please do 4 30 p.m eastern 21 30 utc and find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live back tomorrow with patrick beja talk to you then this show is part of the frog pants network get more at frogpants.com Hopes you have enjoyed this <laughs> Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 